0: Words hold immense power. Those who wield them with grace and precision are able to persuade others, diffuse conflict, make a lasting impression, and unlock life-changing opportunities. But how do you move from being an average conversationalist to an eloquent force to be reckoned with? Well, why not take some lessons from the most skilled communicators in history? Come along as we study those who have a way with words, from poets and public speakers to authors and philosophers it's time to level up your communication skills. Welcome to A Better Way to Say. Hello, my lovely listener. Welcome to the show. My name is Celeste Renee and I am your host, your conversation companion. I wanna ask you something. On a scale of one to 10, how comfortable are you starting a conversation with someone you don't know? If you rarely initiate conversations with strangers, then your number is probably low. But if you're more extroverted and you do it often, you'll have a higher number. Maybe you're a seven, superstar, eight, or nine. Wherever you fall on the spectrum, the strategies in this episode are here to help you level up so you can get better at striking up conversations with people around you. And before I give you my six strategies, let's quickly discuss why talking to strangers is truly worth it. Don't talk to strangers is a piece of advice I hardly ever follow. And this is for two main reasons. The first one is the more obvious reason and the one that drives many of us who want to improve this skill. And that's the potential value in interactions with strangers. Everyone knows something you don't. And by speaking with more people, you open yourself up to new learnings, new friendships, invitations to events, and just overall connections you wouldn't otherwise have. Now, the second reason is a more practical one, and it's the practice makes perfect argument. The more you talk to strangers, whether the interaction is impactful or not, the better you become at doing it. And so as you refine your skills in lower stress settings, then you become a sharper communicator and you can use a skill in the conversations that really do matter. Now I'm creating a whole series on how to talk to strangers since it really can be a life changing skill. This episode is part one of the series, how to start the conversation. Now, a couple years ago, I left Arizona to move across the country I did not know anyone in D.C. when I first got here, and I'm very happy to say that is no longer the case. I've met so many people here and expanded my social circles. A big part of that process involved meeting new people and, yes, of course, talking to strangers. All the connections I have here were strangers to me just a couple of years ago. So today in this episode, rather than examining someone from history like we normally do, I'm going to give you my insights things that I've learned over the past couple of years that have helped me initiate conversations with strangers and build connections here in DC and beyond. So get ready. I have six ways that you can start conversations with strangers. And of course, be sure to follow A Better Way to Say so that you get notified when the next episodes in this Talking to Strangers series comes out. There will be lots of little gems you won't want to miss. Ready to talk to anyone? Let's get started. At the top of the show, I asked you to rate your level of comfort with speaking with a stranger, and we talked about how your level will differ from someone else's based on how often you speak to strangers and also the settings you find yourself in. So in light of this, I have multiple strategies in this episode. Some are the play it safe options, which are perfect to use if you are nervous about talking to strangers, and then I also included a few options that are more Daring. So, if you want to get out of your comfort zone a bit, you can use one of those. Okay, on to tactic one make an observation. Being observant when speaking with someone is a great skill for holding more meaningful conversations. We've talked about this in previous episodes. But did you know that it can also help you initiate a conversation? Yes, in this case, you want to use your surroundings and little details in the environment to open a doorway for conversation. And the good thing about this method is there are so many little ways you can do this. For instance, I was in my elevator in my building, and noticed the man who got on was carrying a package that had a red bubble sticker on it. So I asked, oh, did you get some fun new stickers? And he smiled and said, yeah, I got some stickers for a friend who loves Korean dramas. Well, turns out my sister loves Korean dramas, so we started chatting about that briefly for our little, whatever, one-minute elevator ride. Now, you can comment on different things that catch your interest. Think about the music that's playing, logos that people are wearing. I once had someone stop me to ask if I was from Boston because my sweatshirt said Boston, and I had to explain that, no, I just liked the sweatshirt, (laughs) but... He ended up telling me that he studied at Harvard and enjoyed living in Boston, and I asked what he was doing now in D.C., and it turns out he works at the World Bank, which I knew a few people who were also there, so we had that connection point, and the conversation went from there. So pay attention to details in the area, details in clothing, in the location, even in the weather. I know it sounds boring. Who really wants to talk about the weather? But your opening is just that. It does not need to be the focus of the conversation once it gets started. So be observant and then verbalize what you notice. Now, if you're at a loss, simply think of what's in front of you right at that moment. I was once at a political event where they had a charcuterie board shaped like the White House. I know. And so I said to the woman next to me, she was getting food on her plate, I said, I don't think this refreshments table could be any more DC. And she agreed with me and we started chatting. Very simple. So start to take an interest in details around you and you'll notice more avenues for opening up the conversation. And putting your observational skills to use will also be helpful in tactic number two, which is compliment, then expand. This is another option for breaking the ice with a stranger you approach them with a compliment. It's an initial way to build some goodwill, and it's a very low-risk way to enter into a conversation. If you want this to actually lead into a full-blown conversation, then I recommend going the compliment-then-expand route. So, rather than just saying the compliment, the person saying thank you, and then standing there in silence, you should already know how you're going to expand or pivot after they accept the compliment from you. So, If you're going to compliment a specific piece in their outfit, then you could ask if the person has any favorite fashion icons that they follow, or if the industry they work in relates to fashion. If you compliment their beverage choice, you could ask if that's their go-to drink and why. It really depends on the situation, but there's always something you can compliment, and if you don't feel comfortable complimenting a person, you can also compliment something in the venue. I recently experienced this. I was at a bar in DC where all the coasters have political caricatures on them, you know, the cute, funny political cartoons. And the bar is called Off the Record, by the way, if you're curious. The woman sitting next to me remarked that she loved the coasters and was going to take some back to her staff, so I asked her if she was visiting or local. And it turns out she's visiting from Oklahoma, but she's running for Congress, so she's spending a lot of time in the city. So we started talking about that and what she's doing with her political run and things like that. Okay, do you know what time it is? It's bonus tip time. So here's the bonus tip. You can increase the likelihood that people will start conversations with you based on the way you present yourself. I can't tell you how many conversations have started with someone complimenting my outfit, or my very big, hard-to-miss curly hair. So I would say if you want to make it easier for people to approach you, wear something that naturally brings compliments to you. I made a friend this way, actually. I was once in a hotel near the White House having dinner, And in the powder room, I met a woman who came up to me and was like, I love your outfit. It's so cute. We started chatting. I said, thank you. I asked who she was dining with and we ended up hitting it off, exchanging numbers and becoming friends. So she invited me to a few events with her where I met more people and that's kind of how life works, right? You meet someone and then you meet their friends and your circles expand. So compliment and be worthy of compliments yourself. I'm actually thinking of doing a whole episode on compliments, how to give ones that people remember, and just the general art of giving an amazing compliment, but that will be an episode for another day. For now, let's move on to the next tactic for breaking the ice with a stranger, and that is to ask a favor. Here's a little human psychology fact for you. We view someone more favorably after we have done them a favor. It's called the Ben Franklin Effect, you can look it up, but we are going to use this effect to our advantage. So, ask a quick favor of a stranger to initiate a conversation with them. So, think about, you know, if they're closer to something than you, can you ask them to pass it to you? If you're in line at a bar, you can ask someone for a drink recommendation. I was recently at a restaurant that has an amazing wine selection, and you can see the bottles through these glass doors, and This cute, well-dressed couple came up to me and politely asked if I would take their picture, and I said of course, and then asked them what they were celebrating, and we started chatting. So their request was a natural conversation starter. There are lots of opportunities with this one. If you're at a big event, you can ask people around you where they're going next, or if they have any recommendations of what's fun in the area. It's especially a great tool to use if you're new to a certain city is to ask people who are locals or who've been there longer than you for recommendations in the city so ask for favors use that as a way to open the door to larger conversations hi there i'm popping in very quickly to say thank you for listening to a better way to say whether it's your first episode or you've been here since day one you are supporting the show and i'm very grateful for that your support means the world to me, and I would love to hear your thoughts about the show. If you've enjoyed the episodes, found value in our discussions, or even had a laugh along the way, I really encourage you to leave the show a review. Your reviews not only brighten my day, but they also help other people discover the show and join our amazing community of conversation enthusiasts. I truly appreciate your time and effort in sharing your feedback, so if you have a spare moment, I would be thrilled if you could leave me a review on your preferred podcast platform. It's kind of like giving a high five to our show and helps me continue bringing you valuable content. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, we've covered a few simple methods in the art of the start. And now I have a more daring one for you. And this is to do a cold read, a cold read. Okay, this is where you make an assumption about the other person, and then they either confirm or deny it. In essence, you tell someone, you look like the type of person who, and then fill in the blank, and you can frame this as a compliment or as a joke. For instance, I was at a premiere party for a new season of a show, and everyone there was dressed pretty nicely, but I noticed a man who looked a little different than most of the people there. He had a hydro flask with him and one of those survival bracelets. I don't know the name of them, but it was just a little bit of more casual look. So I went up to him and I said, you look like you're ready to hike at a moment's notice. Are you from Colorado? And he laughed and said that originally. No, he's not, but he did used to live in Colorado. So I would say my cold read was pretty accurate. But even if it was off base, it served as a way to start the conversation. Being right in your assessment of the person is not really the point of the cold read. The point is to observe and comment on something that stands out to you about the person, and that naturally invites them to respond. If you think about it, you've probably been approached with a cold read before, too. If someone's ever said, I like your vibe, you seem like a cool person, you seem like a XYZ, then this is a cold read in action. You can try this one out at parties, bars, events. If someone has an impeccable outfit, you can say, you look like you work in fashion. There are lots of ways you can use this. Just remember to keep your assumptions positive and open-ended, that way the other person has room to respond. I really like this cold read method because it shows you're open to having a fun and playful conversation. Which brings me to the next tactic for speaking to a stranger, and that is to enter with a joke. You can make someone's day with this conversation entrance. In the episode on how to be funny naturally, we talked about how humor makes you more attractive because it projects confidence. If you can make someone laugh, they will love conversing with you. I was reminded of this the other day at a party. I was standing with a woman by the pool and another guest came up to her and he said, where's your husband? I haven't seen him in a while. He is so hilarious. And she said, oh yes, somehow he never runs out of jokes or stories to tell. And the man said, I just love being around him. This little exchange reminded me of the magnetic power of humor. When you're funny, people want more of you. So why not start off on that foot with someone else? Now, Often, the best jokes are the ones that pertain to the situation at hand. You don't want to just walk up to someone and tell them, I don't know, a knock-knock joke or something your dad told you, a dad joke. That might land, but very, very unlikely that it will. So if you want to enter with humor, take a look at your surroundings and see if you can use any of that as material. Is there something going on that you can playfully comment on? Is there a shared experience you and the person next to you are going through that you can draw on that would be funny and lighthearted? You can create an instant bond laughing over something with a stranger, and it doesn't have to be a bring the house down, hilarious, amazing joke. Just like a lighthearted little joke shows that you are able to have something better than a boring conversation. If you need inspiration or are unsure how to get started with this entrance, Think about the funniest conversations you've had with strangers and how those have happened, or think about your funniest friends and observe how they interact with others. What do they do? Watch their mannerisms and what they say so that you can learn from them. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can observe others and see a little bit about how they approach interactions, and then you can use that to inform how you want to approach other people. So you can obviously make the humor your own, but use someone that you look up to as a mold. And that might give you a little more guidance when it comes to using this approach. I would say this method falls under the more daring category of starting a conversation with a stranger. But remember that even if the joke doesn't land, you can still recover and just continue on in meeting someone, so don't feel like you're risking it all, and if they don't laugh, then you just have to turn away. It's just one option out of many to break the ice with someone that you don't yet know. And sometimes you can't think of a joke, so there's no need to force it. You can still come across as approachable and warm without even flexing your comedic muscles. To do this, you will use the next tactic, for starting a conversation, and that is a simple smile and hello. I know, a smile and a hello. We're talking about how to approach someone new, and we haven't even covered the most obvious way. And I think it's because this can feel intimidating sometimes. But the truth is, you don't need an excuse to say hello to someone. You can just go say hello. Groundbreaking. I know. So even if you don't have a funny joke or clever observation about something going on around you, it's perfectly okay to just smile and put out your hand and introduce yourself. Another approach I like to use is to say, hi, I don't believe we've met yet, and then introduce myself from there. I was listening to a business podcast the other day, and someone was speaking about how often the hardest part of starting a business is just actually getting started This definitely applies to conversations as well. If you're uncomfortable speaking to strangers, then the hardest part is initiating. So instead of overthinking it, just walk up and say hello. Now, if you're thinking, okay, I said hello, what's next? Well, I recommend listening to the episode on five habits of attractive conversationalists where I discuss how to keep people engaged as you speak with them. I will link that in the show notes for you. And over this next month, I'll be walking you through how to speak to strangers. This was part one, the art of the start, but there's much more to come. So be sure to click the follow button so that you don't miss the upcoming episodes. My name is Celeste Renee, and I'll catch you on the next episode of A Better Way to Say.